You want to hit the bugle? That sounds nice. <laughs> I want to eat one of them cookies, but I don't want to. Start with a carton of eggs. He dropped it at the doorway. He asked for another one. He drops his cell phone into the water. She gives him another carton of eggs. He walks out the door. The dog bumps into him. He drops some carton of eggs. They both want the carton of eggs. The father shows up. And the sun shows up. What's the problem? What's going on? We just want the carton of eggs. The father ends up slapping the that 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 young man. And that young man shattered his knee. Golf club. Then, then they go and start the game. They set the bet, saying that by 9 a.m. All three of them will be dead. Well, one down, two to go, according to their bet. Oh, he's, he's done. Right, right. Okay, move. What are you doing? He's just going to have to sit on the couch. struggle. You gotta give it to the actors. They're really acting. Let me show you how it really looks like when a man needs best he did. Like he ain't moved nowhere, right? Nowhere. Stay there the whole time. So this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
hopping, running, jumping, all that shit still. You shoot with the same gun. Bullets never ran out that one little gun the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. He don't really know. He just keeps shooting at his target. But it's not no action movie. It's a cold flick. Mm. And not even horror because it's not scary. It's a thriller. You right. They got an old school door where you could use the key. Just like at my grandparents' house, you need a key inside oh, and outside. Okay, okay. Yeah, if it's an old Jordan, school please, door. Please. Can't that key. I can't. You're not even coming out. You. since I've done a podcast and I've been um, relaxing, getting a piece of my mind. I've also been enjoying some video games. It's been years since I played video games and as of like late last year and mostly this year I've been as you can hear playing some Kingdom Hearts and I had the opportunity to get all of the Kingdom Hearts games for a relatively good price. I say it's a steal. Under 30 bucks. They gonna turn down this music. I bet you it's too loud for you. So, so, um, what I do notice is they always update it, and, um, I'm enjoying Kingdom Hearts update. What's, uh, new about it is I notice that there's, um, I think, like, just one or two extra scenes. Maybe I just don't remember it. And uh, they changed some of uh, the heartless color schemes, I noticed. Which I have mixed feelings about. Because I have just overall nostalgia with this game. Like, when this game first came out, I don't even think I was even a teenager. When this came out, I think PlayStation 2 was relatively new. And I was still playing on PlayStation. And I remember asking my neighbor next door, like he, he had the game, or he was going to get the game. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, seeing the commercial with I'm like, yo, that game looks so cool, like Disney characters. And he told me, it's like, yo, it's also like Final Fantasy. And like watching him play for, like Final Fantasy, for me back then, it was like a grown-ups game, like a, like, like a big kid's game, like a teenager game, you know what I mean? It was rated for teens. And like I told you, this was way back in the day before, I don't even, I must have been like off some 10, 11 years old type thing. And the game all came out, so I didn't even get the game when it first came out. So I'm over here like watching my friends play. All, all the cool kids had Kingdom Hearts. I really wanted it until I finally got it. And uh, <clears throat> me, my sister, my god, uh, siblings, we played the heck out of this game. And mostly they played the heck out of this game because they've been they be uh, staying up all night long, like beating the levels. And by the time I wake up, I don't miss out on whole worlds and whole like plot twists and plot points. And they were like so glued and like the experts in it and just like watching them play. It was just like, like it, it was an enjoyment for, for all of us because we were like, like this game was like something you only imagined like nobody uh, anticipated this type of Disney game it, PlayStation 2 on top of that just just the world and the context and, and what, what you're doing it, it's just so forward thinking and like truly thankful that that a game like this exists like you know the, the, the concept also that Final Fantasy took it like had a part in this and they took <coughs> like the their classic turn based gaming and like like alright you could like run around and attack like that was just like oh my goodness cause I remember even like going to those uh, game, those uh, rental game places, you know, buying a Final Fantasy game for like, I mean, renting it for like two days or like a weekend. Like, you're, you're not going to beat that game. And plus, y'all, y'all remember when the game came in multiple discs? So I'm over here trying to put in discs too. I even beat this one. Like, the game was just all hard. I mean, because the concepts was just way over my head. But seeing all the all the cool kids and all the older kids play this game, like, really, like, treat my interest. And plus, the designs, they, they look so cool in Final Fantasy. So just in case if you have been living underneath a rock, far as gaming or if you're not a gamer I could totally understand you don't know what the heck is Kingdom Hearts maybe you just heard of it so the whole, <clears throat> the whole premise I'm just telling the first game and also you know I had to tell y'all just some of my nostalgia off of this game so um it, you got this um uh, 
Alright. Because, you know, it even took me a while to even figure out what are, like, the subtle themes of this game. So that's what I'm going to tell, tell you. So in a, a lot of animes and video games that I noticed as far as Asian culture, they're like version of the apocalypse is Tsukunomi. Like ours in the in the Western world, our apocalypse is like, if it isn't like some disaster movie type thing, it's sort of like biblical, you know, like a second coming and all that. So loosely speaking, as far as Asian culture, Tsukunomi is when the moon goes through a transformation and it welcomes in a dark entity that is supposed to bring the apocalypse. And, um, <clears throat> you know, somebody will want to initiate it, something like that. So, um, you know, you always want to stop that. So, in Kingdom Hearts translation, that's what Kingdom Hearts means. It means like a tsukonomi it has something to do with the moon and like welcoming darkness and, you know, these like heartless creatures, they call them. So these heartless creatures, they come from people who have given up or was forced because like in this game, especially early in the story, you see examples of people turning into heartless. Like in this town that I'm in, Traveler's Town, one of the first people or instances of you seeing them turn into a heartless is like this random guy. He's running, he's distressed, he falls on his back looking, you know, I guess at something or maybe at nothing. And then suddenly his heart floats off in the air and uh, we believe that he turns into a heartless that instant so um, I guess you know if my interpretation with, with what happened with that guy is like forcefully upon I guess in a cartoonish way death he turned into a heartless now also I may be wrong not everybody becomes a heartless upon I guess a particular death or any death I think this whole heartless thing, far as I think this world speaking, only happens when, like, when there's a keyblade, when there's, I guess, when somebody wants to call the Kingdom Hearts, you know. It, it is, I guess, an interesting question to ask somebody who's done some more research or even, like... <laughs> created this game or has something to do with this game you know did did the heartless appear before Sora had the keyblade or before there was I think a keyblade wielder you know this concept of upon upon uh, turning to the darkness or maybe even dying you, you become a heartless so um uh, yeah, I basically told you the plot. Now, the story is this young kid, he's like on the islands. And to tell you the subtle theme is Japan is an island, a relatively large island. And, um, you know, they 
the kids want to venture off the island. Now, um, not for all of them, it's like a desired need because I believe in this story somebody persuaded Riku as one of the kids, one of the main characters to develop the idea of leaving their island and uh, their island is their world and everything they know so Riku, you know, has conversations and interestingly enough, that whole idea and concept and conversation, if I am not wrong, originally brought came from Kyrie. I mean Kyrie and was brought up by her. And so it's like, huh? Like, you've been acting strange lately, Riku. I mean, uh, Kyrie, you know, talking about leaving the island or whatever. She's like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. And, um, you know, it's just a very subtle story from, from that point. They, they want to leave the island. So, you know, you're like, why not? So, um, they do a lot of little average cherry tasks like to build a raft and they get supplies for for uh, the raft <clears throat> and um, like upon the last day not surprising you know they, they can't just leave because like Another character is introduced as mysterious that talks in like riddles, and obviously you gotta get through the game and the overall story for you to get what the this mysterious character is saying. Which spoilers, he's the bad guy. You know, obviously not surprising when you have a hooded character cast in darkness speaking. In, Speaking strangely and like riddles and like hinting at other things that isn't relevant to what you, the character, is going through. <clears throat> All right, we're going to take a little break for bathroom and uh, I'm going to get some more juice.